Welcome to Psychotherapy. I am your host, Jet Dunlap, and this is episode 75, another dream episode. This is like the fourth, fifth, or sixth. Boy, you're precise, Jet. One of those three numbers is what episode this is about dreams. It's a dream one. I have been having, or not as much now as I was a little while ago, but I was having a great deal of insomnia. Um, this was brought on by the fact that I'm not able to work out at the level that I usually do. I've been doing a lot of intellectual exercises like recording these podcasts or writing or going to school, but that does not fulfill the endorphins that I need to release, the testosterone I need to release to be able to have a sound sleep. So that disadvantage in my life is the advantage to show. I came up with this concept when laying in bed that was triggered by something I read online. And in my four hours of looking into this as I laid in bed in this kind of meditation, I discovered some insight about a perspective from the future looking at now that could truly benefit the way we see ourselves. Once you're able to shift focus on a part of your life and look at it from a place you've never seen before, it is profound what that can do to your psyche, what kind of effect it'll have on your daily behavior. And the outcome and the production of the things in your life that you've really been striving to achieve. So I want to make sure this episode was separate. I talked about it the last episode. I've talked about it too much at this point. But I really think this episode could be very beneficial. So make sure you are listening with both ears. Yes, I'm talking to you, friendo. Maybe you want to put some earbuds in. Have your earbuds come over. I'm referring to people who are ears and your buddy. That's weird. It doesn't make any sense. But uh, listen up, because I think you might be able to get something from this. I am Jet Dunlap. This is still episode 75, and that episode starts right now. I have been having great difficulty sleeping. One of the reasons is it's been raining a lot and I haven't been able to work out, which is just very difficult for me. And I have mechanisms, you know, I write more and uh, I do my push-ups, but really it's very hard for me to replace the hour, hour and a half of physical work that I would do in an exercise capacity that helped my psyche. So I'm going to bed at like two or three. So that did bring me to something that drove me absolutely nuts, but may be helpful for all of us. I saw some stupid thing, I don't even remember where it was, social media, and uh, it said, would you rather have, or would you rather, two choices, right, if a wizard could give you two choices, or a troll if you prefer, when you're about to go across a bridge, would you rather be instantly transported to the age of 50, assuming you're younger than 50, so basically let's take 20 years ahead of whatever your age is, would you rather be transported 20 years ahead of your age right now and have $10 million in the bank? Or would you rather be 10 years old with the knowledge you have at this moment? So same brain in a 10 year old. I didn't think of this much when I saw it. But then that night when I couldn't sleep at midnight, when I went to bed, I thought of this till 3am, 3am, and then till 4am. So let's say 4am. Because <laughs> I couldn't sleep. And uh, and this is what I came to the conclusion of. I transported myself in this mental experiment, because I'm also doing a lot of screenwriting, so I'm exercising that story 
unreality building engine. I thought of myself at 10 years old, living on Los Alamos Street in Granada Hills, living with my parents in this tiny little house. And I thought, what if I was the Jedi am now, Jedi, that's pretty funny, uh, and I was 10. And I thought, well, first off, invest in all the stocks you know about. Uh, bet on the teams that you know will win. So then I thought about the year that it was. And I won't tell you. Nice try, because then you'll figure out my age. So I won't do it. But it turns out, and I can make this a lot longer, I didn't know, it, with, a hand, with a handful of exceptions, I didn't know who won Super Bowls, I didn't know exact years that people won um, sporting events, and as far as stocks, I had the general idea of when you would invest in Yahoo, Google, Tesla, but I feel like I kind of know that now about stocks for tomorrow, so what kind of an advantage is it? And also, going back to 10 and having to go through school again seems just awful. But I thought, what could I tell my 10-year-old self if I went back there and I was myself? Could I get in touch with these celebrities? So could I get in touch with Steve Jobs? Could I get in touch with Elon Musk? Probably Steven Spielberg and tell them about the things that they'd invent. But then my brain said, if I did that, wouldn't I change the outcome? Because I don't know when this actually came to them. So for instance, in the example of Steve Jobs, let's say he's building the iMac at the time, that big colorful bubble one. And I tell him about what the future of the company is. Well, maybe me telling him that makes him lazy and none of that ever comes out. So I'm like, what degree would I interfere with these people becoming great? Because we know a lot of greatness comes out of resistance. So after spending four and a half hours or thereabouts, not good at math, I realized that I wouldn't change my age. I wouldn't go back in time at all because there's so many fewer benefits to being there, even with the knowledge, than there are advantages to being where I am right now. And it took a long time. So you're thinking, Jet, you're crazy. Of course, going back and being that age would be great. I really dove into this. And my brain's ability to pick apart analysis is insane. I thought about all the things I'd have to go through, all the experiences, the, the girls that I met who became my girlfriend, the lessons I learned from them. Would I change it? Gina would be so young when I was 10 years old. She'd be like three or four. So uh, that's not going to work out. And when I'm 16, it'd be even worse. So I'd have to wait forever to meet the person that I want to be with. And then because we didn't meet under the exact circumstances, if you've ever seen any time travel movies or really had a chance to dive deep into the repercussions of this, the circumstances of everything that happened in my life, for the most part, I just said everything for the most part, but you get what I'm saying, were so based on timing and location and moments that I don't know if I could replicate them. And would I change everything I had when I lived in Santa Cruz, all the failures that I look at from the lens of today, I couldn't. I mean, really, not like just trying to be optimistic to be like, oh, this is a show about living in the moment. No, I mean, I tried. And I've got a big old a brain, as our president would call it, a brain. And I couldn't figure out a way where there was a real benefit to this. How would I meet those friends I met if it wasn't for the fact that I didn't know the future? If I knew the future, I'd seek them out. But then our relationships would be completely different. You know? Because those relationships were based on the things that happened that brought us to each other. I mean, I'd probably be able to make a lot more money early. But would that be what I wanted when I turned 90 or 100 and was on my deathbed? Would I ever go, oh, I'm so glad I did this calculated life? I don't think so. So then I came to this conclusion that I thought was pretty profound. I said, 
well, what if, and play along with me at home, what if the person 10 years from now that I will eventually be was able to jump into the guy I am right now, but he chose to be able to not remember any of this, so he chose amnesia, but he wanted to try it again. What if I lived in that way? What if I looked at my life as deliberate? What if I looked at everything I did as on purpose, as a second opportunity? Because again, in this mindset, I'm 10 years older and I just got to jump back to this time in a time machine that wipes your brain to do it over to do it better. Because for some reason in the future, I do it wrong. How would I treat each moment? How would I treat each decision? How much more respect would I have for the things like, I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to do screenplays. I'm going to make movies. I'm going to write a book. Obviously, I want to learn to play guitar. I think you know that because I talk about it all the time. I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to learn a language. I'm going to do all these things that I haven't done because I've taken time for granted. It's one of the better things about getting old is that because you have that condensed time frame, you start to put an urgency on things. Now, you can take that urgency and do two things with it. One, you can say, oh my God, woe is me. I have less time than I used to. Midlife crisis. You're terrified of what comes after this. Or you're young and you take it for granted. Whatever the case is, the good thing about getting older in my experience is that, of course, I'm only 30, is that I'm like, I better do it now. But if I was that guy who got to go back to who I am now, which is basically reincarnation, but in this case, it's this mental experiment about 10 years from now, you could go in a machine and reset your life and do it all right. Treat your wife better. Treat your husband better. Treat your dog better. Treat your friends better. The other day, I could have told someone exactly what I felt. Instead, I made them feel good. Because I knew that that was the better thing to do. Because if I'm this guy from the future living in myself today, I'd want to do things with an elegance and grace that I may not have if I was just living as myself. So placing that self, that, that onto myself from this experiment I did when I was having that dream, thinking, you don't know my age, but let's say I'm 50 or 60 years old, and I get in this, like, the movie The Fly kind of time-traveling thing, and a particle accelerates me, it throws me into me who I am now. This is my second run? I better do everything right. I better really cherish the things I have seems silly, right? But if it works, it's not. Isn't that great? Because humans, and go ahead and study this, or many of you probably have, can't differentiate a thought of an imaginary thing and a thought of a reality. That's why we have stress. The stress of getting a disease that's not at our door, the stress of dying of cancer, the stress of this or that. And if it's something that's present in your life, that's a different thing. But the reason we have stress is because our brain can actually create something that doesn't exist yet or doesn't exist at all. So now that I'm trying to consider myself this person from the future living at the now, I feel like I have a second run at it, which is science fiction, but it still helps. And I try and treat everything with that kind of elegance. Even my body, even what I eat, it's so important. I'm becoming more disciplined because I'm thinking, what if in the future I had a health issue? What if this? Why did I go in that time machine to begin with, right? Forget the fact of who made it. That's not important. That's that's a whole other fun thing, but it doesn't help. Why did I go in there and what can I do to do better? And that's just been a fun little thing for me. And maybe it'll be fun for you. And it works because uh, this is about the time I have to end this show. I am uh, in my third studio, as you know from the last one. It has a beautiful view. It's really high in the air. It's on the second floor of a building. And uh, I'm looking out at the rain. I was thinking of you guys. Thought I should talk to you. And, and take a look into that idea of you from the future being transported into the you now at this moment. Right? 
So you chose this moment during the pandemic. For some reason, this is the keystone in your life that turns it all around. And you get to relive it right now. You don't remember, but you have an inkling. And Jet just taught you that, that, that little hint. Jet just taught you. Ten years ago, yourself goes back and says, we get to start it again. We have to go to this moment. Because for whatever reason, this moment is very important. It's a ten-pole moment in your life. You don't know it yet, but it is. And you get to recreate that narrative and be your best self. Wouldn't that be rad? So I say go out there. Do that. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. This is Jet Dunlap for Psychotherapy. Thank you so much. <laughs>